welcome to Do The Right Thing. We're at the Pleasance in Edinburgh and this is the podcast panel show that tries to work out what is the best thing to do in any given situation. For example, when is it acceptable to pretend that you have cancer of the colon in order to dump someone? And the answer is never, Luke Holland. It is never acceptable. So I'll introduce the teams. On my left is star of Psychoville, Miranda, and the IT crowd is what she would write on her publicity material if she was a bell end. It's Margaret K. Vaughan Smith. And uh, maybe if you're unemployed or recovering from a serious illness, you might have seen our next panelist on Channel 5. It's Scott Capuro. In the other team, we have a man who is so angry that the disease in the film 28 Days Later is based on him on a good day. It's Michael Legg. And finally, one third of the Penny Dreadfuls, one quarter of Karaoke Circus, and one half of David Reed Shamble House, it's David Reed. Let's see if they are wise or if they are stupid as we play our first round, The Importance of Being Right. The Importance of Being Right. Now, in this round, I'm going to give each team a scenario and they have to tell me what is the right thing to do. Margaret and Scott, you first. Your scenario concerns animals. You and your partner are taking a walk through the woods when you stop for a bit of rumpo and a snack of your choosing. Maybe a pepperami or a Dairy Lee Triangle. Or a grape for the vegans. You're about to go at it when you find an injured bird. According to the renowned website birdingguide.com, what is the right thing to do? Is it something to do with piss? <laughs> no, all right, I know that's not right. Scott? How is the bird injured? Yeah, exactly, we need some more facts. Someone pissed on it. <laughs> it's drowning in piss. Drowning in piss. <laughs> has got its leg caught and it obviously is upset. Right. What do you and do? How, how erect is... Um, I mean, what? you know... No, wait, you said... You said you were about to have sex. Oh, right. Oh, I see. It's not talking With about... each other? Yeah, yeah not the bird. All <laughs> uh, right. It's so, not you and me, Scott. Right. OK. It's you with a cock. So we're about to... Uh, so how erect you. am I? <laughs> hey! Oh, so we're about to have sex and there's a bird. OK, we yeah. kill it. No, because it's injured, so the polite thing... The is, polite well, thing. <laughs> I worked in animal rehabilitation for many years. And um, I used to clean birds. I've been to oil spills. And they rarely recover, and they spend most of their recovery in pain. So the best thing to do is pick them up by their tiny little feet and slam them against the brick floor. Okay. Kill them, right? Smash we're, their brains. We're going with that exactly answer. exactly what birdingguide.com says. <laughs> uh, Michael, David? As a vegan, this is disgusting. <laughs> I found a very injured seagull recently, and I picked it up in my jumper and took it to the vet. And the vet killed it. So I... <laughs> Yeah, and you can get video of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really lovely gift. Yeah. You get a nice framed photo of it dead. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. like Angry Birds, but with real blood. <laughs> Michael, would you save a snail being vegan? Yeah, anything. Really? Do you know, my wife tried to swat a wasp that was in a car. Now, you probably would freak out if a wasp, but I was more freaked out at her trying to kill a wasp. And I think, legitimately, I could have killed her. But the thing is... <laughs> what? But, Michael, you 
don't really like No, I'm not that keen on my wife, but it's obviously all right. You're actually... Uh, I've met her three or four times, she seems fine. <laughs> but you prefer a wasp. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you want with a wasp. What holds your skinny white ass together? What do you eat if you're vegan? Um, the dreams of tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the tears of yesterday. And falafel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I eat anything that Mother Nature drops from a tree. Oh. <laughs> like a dead bird. And if, and if, yeah, if a dead bird falls out, I fucking eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had owl last night. It was lovely. <laughs> Would you try and administer first aid? I'd put the bird in the recovery position and, and wait for the ambulance to arrive. <laughs> hey, do you know what? This is a total Edinburgh moment I had today. This is how brilliant Edinburgh is. I saw an old man being helped into a, an ambulance by a very young witch. <laughs> Some witch, I don't know, she was about 15, helped this old bloke into an ambulance. How do you know she was a witch? Because she had hat. a pointy fucking hat, you twat. <laughs> and she, she was green. Yeah. And she was not being racist, but she was. <laughs> huh? Do you want to know the answer yes. is? Yes. You care? You're supposed to call a rescue centre. Because if you found a man on the street, what would you do? Would you call an ambulance or would you put him in a shoebox? I'd put him out of his misery. <laughs> Michael and David, your scenario is this. You are out for a late night stroll across the Yorkshire Moors. It's romantic and windswept and you are overcome by the Bronte-esque beauty. As you gaze into each other's eyes and move in to kiss... Oh, no, you've fallen down a well! <laughs> According to the worst-case scenario survival handbook, published by Chronicle Books, retailing at 9.99 or less, what is the right thing to do? Have we both fallen down the well? Yes. Well, then we'd kiss first. Yeah. <laughs> Just to get it out of the way. It was, it was there. Turn, turns out we liked it, and we've technically got a room. <laughs> Do you know what? We're fucking happy. Yeah. <laughs> when it, Leave us down there. When it dawns on you that no one's coming to your rescue and you might die, what do you can do? Probably, probably write a lovely song. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd sing it as loud as we possibly could. Yeah. I can hear it now. Help! You have to get because a man lowers you some lotion in a basket. Well, I do have psoriasis, so that would really help but he's going to kill you. He's gone away for a bit. He's oh. gone to get a sandwich. He's going to come back. You have to get out the well. How do you get out the well? Are we on the Yorkshire Moors in his basement? <laughs> in a film. In Why a is film. Buffalo Bill in the Yorkshire Moors? <laughs> it's a lovely place to visit. Yeah. I would definitely wank in his eye and say, I can smell your cunt. Going with it, thank you. <laughs> Someone understands the reference. <laughs> Do we have mobile phone signal? No. Right. Do we have a load of rope? No. And a ladder? <laughs> no. Well, I'd definitely I'd give you a leg up and give you. Oh, thanks. Well, it's no it's problem bigger time, than that. That's not going to work. It's, you don't know how good my leg ups are. It's a. <laughs> it's a hundred foot well. Oh, you're right. I'm no. an eighty foot guy. <laughs> Like you said, the, the rescue centre, call the rescue. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty obvious and vague. Your mobile yeah. phone doesn't work 100 no, percent No, 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 well. no, I'm just saying that by that logic, climb out of the well? But how that... would you climb out of a well? By, that is why I'm asking. By using yeah. my right, hands you put your, and your back feet. against one side and your feet against the other and sort of climb up like that. Yeah, yeah he'd do it. that I'd and do I'd that. wait for help. <laughs> 
What does the guidebook say if the well is so wide right. that you can't do that? Eat each other. <laughs> Immediately. This guidebook <laughs> seems hell-bent on fucking us up. <laughs> I'd make the natural mating call of some kind of rare animal, like a unicorn, and hope that, <laughs> hope that an enthusiast would walk by. That is the right answer. Oh, well good. done. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. No, it says make the noise of a unicorn. Wow. <laughs> so at the end of that round, no one has any points. What? No, because you're all rubbish, oh. and oh. none of you worked out how to get an injured bird out of a well. Which is what the real question was. <laughs> the end of the round. Yay! <laughs> okay, this next round is called Agony, and in it the teams are going to be giving their advice to other people about what is the right thing to do. You know, like agony aunts do, that is where we got the name from. First of all, I'm going to test you with a real-life problem from a real-life publication, and we will see if we can give advice that is as good as the real agony aunts. Michael, you have a problem. Could you read it out, please? Dear agony aunt, since my wife has started getting Botoxed, her face has gone dead. <laughs> she can't raise her eyebrows or smile, and sometimes she looks like a hamster. <laughs> she thinks that looking young is everything, but she's a very beautiful woman and only 45. What can I say that won't destroy her self-confidence, but will show her that I'm finding it hard living with a plastic-faced freak? <laughs> Scott, what would your advice be? Uh, tell her to have her breasts done. <laughs> As a distraction. Uh, yeah, because that's probably the problem. She looks like a freak because she's got a nice face and flat, saggy titties. But <laughs> if she had nice titties put in, then they would match her face and then all would be well. But you're asking me about a woman's... Yeah, you uh, really yeah, don't I'm understand. Really not um, <laughs> you're never going to get this. You could finger her. <laughs> because when I was 17, I had a girlfriend, and she felt bad because, you know, we weren't having sex. And i got to tell you, fingering a woman really calms her down. Because she, it really does. I didn't know. I, I, so I, got I, a pen. Uh, <laughs> a pen doesn't work. It's cold. Oh, okay. you got to use your... Uh, I really... Look, I believe in Botox. I totally believe in it. I think a lot of people are fucking ugly and uh, no, could Botox use a bit. No, Botox doesn't make It totally it works. You're doesn't. crazy. You know, I had a nose job two years ago. What? Uh, yes. Is and you that know why your nose can't raise its eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Are you insulted that I didn't notice? Uh, no, it's good you didn't notice. That's why it's a good nose job. But listen, plastic surgery fucking works. Have you seen anyone... Like an old person? No. <laughs> Tony Blair looks great. Is he in plastic surgery? Yes, he's had his eyes done. He looks fantastic. Are vegans allowed to have Botox, Michael? We're not allowed to anything. <laughs> Are Nothing. you allowed to finger people? <laughs> Only Quakers. <laughs> I was brought up Quaker. <laughs> well, I definitely would. I mean, if I could afford it, I'd definitely get my teeth tucked. What do, you mean, what do you mean tucked? Just, to, just get them tucked so they look younger. Really? You know, my teeth are quite wrinkly now. Right, yeah. yeah. I've got some grey teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like plastic surgery, David? No. I think you might look good for a while and then the world has other ideas. And then you, you don't look like an old person or a young person. You look like some A kind. waxy candle. Yes. yes. <laughs> you look like the back room of Madame Tussauds. <laughs> <laughs> Where they just go, oh, this is where the work experience boys have been having a go, but they're not. I mean, that's definitely not Lady Gaga. We don't know what it is, but. Uh... How old are you, though? 
How old am I? He's 12. Yeah, no, I, I am 69. Right. But no. he has a painting in his attic. Uh, of you, a boat. <laughs> really lovely. It's really nice. Which really cheers really him nice. up. <laughs> well, none of you have even come close to what the actual advice was. Well, it's a comedy thing. We're not supposed to. <laughs> Ruin the magic. Do you not fucking understand what this is? <laughs> I thought Scott got it right with fingering, so we've just been filling time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the advice is tell her exactly what you put in the letter to me, so you know she looks dead and like a hamster. Um, best not call her a freak, though. She does say take that out. And it's very important that she hears this from you, the man who loves her. Oh, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> Margaret, I yes. you have an agony aunt's problem. <clears throat> Dear agony aunt, I'm a 17 and a half year old girl and I really want a baby. I know the names that I want and my best friend has said he's happy to donate the sperm. He's 19 and gay. We don't want to have sex together, but I want to have his sperm to make a baby. How do we go about doing this? Do you think I'm too young? Think Michael? No, I think you're way too old. Yeah. <laughs> is that your final answer? Yeah. 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 What she needs to do is, because obviously he's not going to have sex with her, what she needs to do is dress up as a man, <laughs> right? And he's quite young, isn't he? He's 17 as well? No, he's 19. 19. 19. Well, that's still very naive. She can simply explain that she was born with two bums. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just wear a suit and tie combo. <laughs> Um, but put it on backwards. Yeah. And then just walk backwards into the room. There you go. There you go. The thing is, you don't... You tell her, you don't need men to get semen anymore. They can extract semen from bone marrow now. I found or out... crime I'm, scenes. No, really, yes. <laughs> I did some research and I almost broke my jaw. <laughs> so she could kill him and... Um, <laughs> and extract a bone. He's her best friend. Well, whatever. That's very close to the actual advice. <laughs> yeah. Who was sexually active at 17? Oh, loads of people. Drew Barrymore? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you the Tudors. <laughs> yeah. 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 How old were you, Michael, when you... Um... I'm, I was 17. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, wa I was 17 and she is now 17. <laughs> <laughs> She, she wasn't yet born for another eight years. It's better that she Do you know what? Are you really a paedophile if you fuck someone who's not born yeah, yet? Exactly. <laughs> it's better, it's so better, don't fucking judge me. Yeah. I, um, I, I read a, a problem in a magazine once to an agony aunt, and it said, Dear whatever your name is, I, um, <laughs> I have been putting honey on my clitoris and getting my dog to lick it off. Oh, my God. Oh. Is this exploiting the dog? Oh. Well, it's or not vegan. vegan. No. <laughs> Points for Margaret. Yeah! Um, so now we have some uh, problems from the audience, and I want the panel to give their best advice. So we have Astrid. Is Astrid here? Is Astrid she here? left during the first sting. Uh... <laughs> well, I'm going to read out her thing anyway. Every show I've seen this weekend has involved the word rapey. And I'm still not sure how to use it properly in everyday conversation. <laughs> what advice can the panel give to Astrid? I think she should reclaim the word. I think it could mean handsome. <laughs> oh, look at him, he's really rapey. <laughs> I thought it did mean that. <laughs> So the next problem is... <laughs> well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Nailed it. 
Uh, from Which Misha. Is, is Misha right here? <laughs> Yay, Misha's here. Yay. So, Misha, your problem, Misha's problem is my dad is a class A cunt. <laughs> but That's he is still my dad. No, he isn't. She wants advice. <laughs> <laughs> Are you her dad? My no, dad. Is that what you're saying? How do you know? <laughs> In that case. Misha, why is he a class A cunt? Many reasons. <laughs> give one. Do you want to give one? Is he a bit fat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the most recent one, I had a cock up with my bank, which basically means I'm going to get thrown out of my flat if I can't borrow some money. And he just sort of went, yeah, not my problem. Panel? Kill him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's your answer to everything. <laughs> yeah. But the fact remains it's not his problem, is it? No, we're not talking about that specifically, though. We're talking about the general cuntiness. Oh, of her or him? Him. <laughs> wow, Scott's well, really turned on you. Uh, <laughs> you know, my... my dad paid for my nose job, and the way I got it out of him was I called him and said that my doctor had told me that I had an infection in my nose and my brain was going to explode. And, he, and he's a drunk, like yours probably is, and he went, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, God, and wrote me a check. So if you can tell him that you have something wrong with you, is there anything that might be wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know that that would work, considering that apparently the thought of me having nowhere to live doesn't, you know. But nowhere to live like, with lung cancer is rough. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of that round, we have solved nothing. <laughs> what are the scores, producer Ben? The scores are that Michael and Dave have got two points and Margaret and Scott have got one point. Oh. And if anyone out there in the world wants our advice, you idiot, then email us at rightthing1 at gmail.com and you never know, next time it could be you being told to pretend to have a disease. <laughs> time for the next round in which we ask an expert. Ask, 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 ask. I love the demo mode on keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> Please give a big round of applause for expert bagpiper, pipe major Roderick Deans. Wow. You can give us a demonstration. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be brilliant. <laughs> Applauding that is like tipping for bad table service. <laughs> <laughs> We've given Roddy some specific bagpipe-related scenarios. And now, panel, I'm going to read them out to you and you have to guess what Roddy's expert answer is. But before we do this, you've got one minute to ask him some questions and find out what sort of man he is. What is that tune? <laughs> Which tune? The tune that all bagpipers <laughs> All the time. It's called Scotland the Brave. <laughs> if it's that tune you're thinking yeah. of. Do you find the music that you produce to be in any way an aphrodisiac? For me or for others? Um, oh. You're rapey. No, I mean... <laughs> no, in the good way, in the new hot sense. Yes, yes. I mean, for others, do people ever pounce after they hear you blow into that thing? You've got to be careful being a bagpipe player, you know. In what way? <laughs> in, in every way. All right. <laughs> Well, that was probing. <laughs> so, scenario number one. Roddy, 
You meet a fellow bagpiper with whom you get on really well. You even go on holiday to Crete together. He's that much fun. Until one day he betrays you in the most despicable fashion, which means he gets to play bagpipes at the Oscars and you don't. But before he goes for one more tryout in front of the organisers of the Oscars, he's quite nervous and asks you to watch his bagpipes where he nips to the loo. To wash them? To watch them. Okay. No, that makes more sense. You don't wash bagpipes. No, no. Okay. Yes, you watch Margaret. them. What? <laughs> what is the right thing to do in this situation? What do you think Roddy would do? I think Roddy seems a very sensible young man and I don't think he'd give a shit about the Oscars. Oh. Playing at the Oscars oh. is every bagpiper's dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you not seen Braveheart? <laughs> he could win best toot. <laughs> I think he's um, a radical Muslim fundamentalist. And he's, you got that from, from his answer to your question. question. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I think that he wants to go to the Oscars because he wants to stop America in their tracks. And how do you get America? You kill celebrities. Not just any celebrity. You kill whatever cunt is hosting the Oscars that okay. year. <clears throat> Who'd be hosting it? Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is that, that close? Was his answer. <laughs> it wasn't my exact answer, no. What would you do in that situation? What would I do? Usually it's pretty fair between bagpipe players, but because he's done the dirty and taken the gig off, but obviously you want the gig. So what I reckon is you'd put a little hole in his bagpipes, which would make the air piss out and then he wouldn't be able to play. I would step in as the other bagpiper on hand, yeah. which is kind of all fair. Yeah. So that's the right. same as what you said, Scott. Do you still yeah. make it I haven't thought about blowing up Wookiee Goldberg. Yeah. Have you seen her films? <laughs> Some of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Roddy, you are busking on the streets of Edinburgh. Uh, don't worry, you are wearing quarterproof shoes. When a stray dog comes and sits next to you, he seems to enjoy your piping and starts to howl along. Passers-by seems to think he's part of your act and start leaving more money than they were before. One even suggests that you audition for Britain's Got Talent. Deep down, you know he's desecrating your art, but what is the right thing to do? What do you think Roddy did? He did? What are you saying? <laughs> well, I think you need to sit down with the dog and discuss, yeah. you know, what, what do you want to do with you? Maybe the dog wants to go solo. Maybe he doesn't fucking need you anymore, Andrew Ridgely. <laughs> no, <it's... laughs> Did you just read laughter from a car? <laughs> ha, 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 ha. I think knowing what I do about Ronnie, I think he would make a small hole in the dock. <laughs> and he would try to bark and he would get the gig. Is that the right answer? I reckon I'd get rid of the dog. I'd just be able to make some more money myself playing beautiful music. I'd like to hear that. <laughs> I'd give him a point. Wow, points today, oh, babe. Fucking finally! Called Do the Wrong Thing. Do the wrong thing! Do the wrong thing! Do the wrong thing! So the last round is called Do the Wrong Thing, and this is a chance for the teams to get evil. Uh, I'm going to give you some quick scenarios, and I want you to tell me what is the wrong thing to do in this situation, and we'll see who gets to the most disgusting and evil. Well, I don't even need to. It's either going to be fingering or killing someone. <laughs> um, <laughs> on a par in your world, are they? <laughs> I'm the fingering, yeah. <laughs> Imagine both at the same time. Okay, mm. so I want you to buzz fingering in. Fingering someone to the death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Is that big finger or a lot of effort? Certainly a big thumb. Yeah. <laughs> or long lesbian nails. Oh. I've seen all those straight porn films where those lesbians have sex, but they've nails out to here. Why would you watch lesbian porn? <laughs> the first scenario. You are at a car boot sale. Oh. You notice an antique item on an old lady's stall that is for sale for 50 pence. You know it's worth thousands of pounds. You've watched four rooms. However, the old lady is a racist prick. What is the wrong thing to do? David. Seduce her and wait for her to die. That way I save 50 pence. <laughs> Can anybody top that? It would be quite evil at a car boot sale to uh, grab her keys off her, throw them in the car, and then just slam the boot and leave. <laughs> She'd be locked out of her car. <laughs> and it's, it's got a really valuable antique in it. Okay, scenario number two. You are offered a small part in an M Night Shyamalan. You are offered a Racist. small part in an M Night Shyamalan. I know. Film. What is sh <laughs> What is the wrong thing to do? Accept it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would take it, but every time he said anything, I'd go da da da. Yeah, like that. Okay. You can have a point. Thanks. You are helping out in the kitchen of a friend's new restaurant. You see, the person you hate most in the world has ordered the soup. What is the wrong thing to do? Rise above it and live well. <laughs> <laughs> Put a lovely, getting a lovely photograph of yourself flicking the V's and put it in the bottom of the soup bowl. To, oh, this soup's love. What? Oh, this is terrible soup this now. Soup tastes of photo. <laughs> I've got Polaroids now. We're going to talk about bodily juices. No, not necessarily. No. But tears would be good. Oh, yeah. They taste of salt as well, so... Uh, Season it with your own tea. <laughs> so that it tastes great. Yeah, go on, yeah. Yeah, outwrong that. I think I've come up with the answer. To explain to him... Oh, God, no, no, I know we've never got on, but I do want you to enjoy this soup, but we've run out of spoons. Here's a sparkler. <laughs> which you light. And he has to eat the soup with a lit sparkler. <laughs> You need to lay down, don't you? You need a nap. <laughs> so the very to... idea of a man eating soup with a sparkler in my head is yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's Halloween sorted for me this year. I'm making pumpkin soup. It's going to take me an hour and a half to enjoy it, but I will enjoy it. I think Michael Leggers won that round. Oh. So that's the end. Ben, oh. have we got some scores? We do. Margaret and Scott got four. Mike and Dave got seven. Mike and Dave! Well, that's it. It's all the fingering talk, wasn't yeah. it? Do you ever get bored of losing, Margaret? <laughs> Whatever. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks to the teams. Thank Christ it's over. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs> Do the right thing features Scott Capuro, David Green, Margaret Cable Smith, and Michael Legg. It was hosted by me, Danielle Ward. I devised it with producer Ben Walker. Martin White did the music. Thanks to the Pleasants for having us and to Goose CG, Quad Diddley, Sergeant Tibbs, and Zoe Fell for helping out. Do the right thing was a fuss production for the internet. <laughs>